internet, I love you. I know. And this is the only podcast about movies. My name is Matthew Kroll. And I'm Shahir Dowd. And with us today to talk about Empire Strikes Back is the one and only actor, comedian, wonderful gentleman extraordinaire, Jordan Carlos. Oh, thanks. Thank you for the buildup. I appreciate that. How man. you doing, thanks buddy? I'm good. I'm just <laughs> laughing. <laughs> and our intro awesome intro. Yeah, we had a little. Uh, I love you. Bit. I know. That's so good, dude. <laughs> and we have a love-hate relationship. We do. Yeah. yeah. We do. Because um, I think you are a scruffy nerf herder. I'm, oh, wait, whoa. so I'm Han in this and you're Leia. Sure, I'll take it. I mean, yeah, okay. I'm no, fine good. with that. That's good. <laughs> Who are you calling we established, Scruffy? <laughs> we established in the last episode that, that that Han was on my mother's list of people she could have sex with. So We got to weird places, yeah. Jordan. So the last episode uh, for A New Hope yes. got weird. It got, it got weird. Really weird. We, um, we're hoping to get weirder. So you're saying that Harrison Ford not Han, not Harrison Ford is on the list. It might no, be harder for your mom your to mother. find Han Solo. Yeah, uh, no, I'm pretty sure it was Harrison Ford. Yeah, she was. He was definitely on the list. It, things got a little weird every time, like we brought home regarding Henry or sure. uh, any. Well, you know, what are some big Harrison Ford movies? Uh, like, Air Force One. Oh, okay. oh, when when he got presidential, <laughs> when he got presidential. It was all over. Mom was all over it. She, she watched Mosquito Coast by herself. <laughs> <laughs> so let me, let me ask, does she ever have like a Purple Rose of Cairo thing that you guys Ooh. don't know about oh where like God. he steps off the screen? Mm-hmm. And you know what? I think might, Six you, Days, Seven Nights was like her favorite movie <laughs> of the that's, 90s. That's awkward for everyone. You were shirtless in that one. Uh, well, yeah, thank maybe, you I'm, for, maybe I'm paying. Uh, maybe I've got some repressed Harrison Ford things going I, on. I would say it's not so repressed, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> Lay down. Um, Tell right. us all about it. Jordan. Jordan. Today we're talking obviously about Empire Strikes Back, yes, episode bridge, five, but what we've been doing uh, with everybody that comes on the show is sort of asking your history with Star Wars. How were you introduced to it uh, back in the day? Back yeah. in the day, uh, I was introduced to Star Wars um, through the action figures. I wanted to know what was going on with the action figures that my brother had. You know, he had he had a walker, he had the Millennium Falcon, which which stayed in our house for quite a long time. That's a great uh, toy. It's a great toy. It's I mean, it's that baby's uh, you know, it's still got a couple of little tricks. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 and I used to I used to love that the Bombay doors and like all, all that stuff. It was it was great. So many D batteries through the years. Yep. Oh, wow. yep. Yeah. Get an X wing. Get a Tie fighter. Um, I believe he had the Ice Planet of Hoth, uh, uh, um, like the whole figurines. planet set. Oh, yeah, the whole, no, he had, <laughs> yes, he had the, yes, he had the whole. We would planet. go out in the snow and <laughs> I would do that. Yeah. I totally played Hoth in the snow in New oh, England. Sure. Yeah. Oh, I'm wow. sure. Oh, you yeah. lucky. Well, but then you can only play Hoff in New England. Like, you can't be on Dagobah. You can't be anywhere else. It's just, oh, it's snowing all the time. I will take you can that. make a swamp in your living room. <laughs> sure. In Texas, all we had was Tatooine. Oh, That's yeah. yeah. Touche. Yeah. Sand gets everywhere. Hey, uh, New Zealand, we had the Ewok. <laughs> we had indoor. <laughs> Pretty much indoor. You guys have everything yeah. there. You have, you have the tropical uh, later, island. And you have later the on, island. we had, like, the rest of Middle Earth. But you right. know, to begin yeah. with, it was only yeah. You have the Shire, and I'm from the Shire. The, the <laughs> shot. You got it. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, bad yes. joke. Yes. Um, I was like, are you what's happening what? now? Yeah. Are you were born in this <laughs> small part of, of, of New Zealand? Okay. Um so yeah, that was how I was introduced. I, I'm told that I was taken to Empire. Mm-hmm. Um taken to it as a baby. Uh <laughs> right. you know, and then and then uh but for realsy I remember Return of the Jedi. Right. Going to the opening, Return of the Jedi. Um it, uh, it was a Lowe's um in Dallas that is Probably now a Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> but, but as everything is, everything else is. But uh, I just remember that it was me, my dad, my brother. It was just a special day, and like you know, learning what Ewoks were. I identified with Ewoks because they were as tall as me. There you go. Oh, and wow. That was my first. Uh, and the, is hairy. Yeah, and is hairy. And is hairy. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Boom. Um, it, boom. Got it. Uh, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. Um, so yeah, I really, I really related to the land of Endor. I wanted to live there, uh, that kind of stuff. <laughs> and, and, um, I just remember that was like my first, uh, also my first toy set was like the Ewok, yep. uh, like tree. Yeah. Uh, I had that thing. Yeah, that yeah. thing was dope. was dope. And then yeah. I think my parents threw it away. Um, oh. I, 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 every once in a while I go up and look for it in the attic and it's never there. Never there. They, they uh, put it back in the box. They put it back in the box and ready to sell yeah, it. They sold it for like $900 <laughs> yeah. and helped, you know, put Wait, me so, through college. So you're, you're a fan though. 
I'm a fan. I'm yeah. a fan. Um, I have to say that I'm probably not a fan boy, obviously, right. but I'm right. a fan. You're a fan man. I'm a fan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I look forward to The Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think it's going to be really great. Um, in fact, the uh, the quote unquote uh, um, uh, black stormtrooper. Yep. Uh, I I loved his work on Attack the Block. Yeah. Yeah. Really absolutely. Like Attack I, the Block was mm-hmm. the shit. It's you, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, wow, that guy's gonna go places. I also thought the rest of the cast was amazing too, and the aliens were awesome. Yeah. I mean, I think it's blowing a, blood. Attack the. It's it's weird to me that Attack the Block hasn't like spawned a sequel or like you know because right. you could build blown a whole, up bigger than it had. Yeah, because yeah. you could build a whole world around that film. It's so good, and I think the <sighs> writing in that movie. Like where they, uh, we're, we're talking about Attack the Block now, but where they take basically Joe, what's his name? Joe Badoi, Badoi, oh. Bagoida, whatever his character is. We have very is, smart phones. We can figure this t- out. Taking his character and <laughs> right. making, you know, starting him as the bad guy and turning him into the good is so good. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, he gets to wear jeans. In this, in the just, new Star Wars, yeah, if Does you it, notice, he kind of wears black jeans. I'm like, how does this guy get to wear skinny jeans? Well, they're getting it's it's it started it's a long time ago yeah, in yeah. a galaxy far away, and so they're getting closer to our time. So right. we're gonna see <laughs> we're gonna see some Tesla like Tisla John people. Boyega, John, John Boyega, Boyega. yeah, Joey Badoga. So so we're gonna see <laughs> people close, on, en- <laughs> close enough. So in this, we're gonna see people on douchey hoverboards. Is that what you're yeah. saying? Oh my god, I love those things. Oh, but um, so you like the thing is, I was standing outside listening to you guys. And I get a little intimidated because I just just for your info about our different Star Wars histories, mm-hmm. I'm not a huge fan of Star Wars. I I, I definitely watched them as a kid. Yeah. I watched them when they were re-released and I was in film school at the time and I was more pretentious than I am now. Or not. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> You're saying it's debatable. <laughs> it's debatable. <laughs> but but I, I didn't enjoy them. And then um you know, Kroll suggested this, and I and I had to watch the prequels, and it was such a fucking drag to watch those prequels again. <laughs> they, I they were. We, they're, yeah. They're so bad. But watching the prequels mm-hmm. and then re-watching A New Hope gave me a new appreciation for how good A New Hope is. Yeah. Um. So I'm I'm kind of coming from the point of view that I'm not, not a super fanboy, and when we were outside talking, you guys were like bouncing lines off each other. Sure. I'm not that guy. Yeah. I, I don't remember yeah. lines from this film. I don't, you know. Well, it's funny. Han Solo's abs, maybe. Do you want to leave? <laughs> Do I want to leave? Do I want to leave you guys? <laughs> Am I going to be so needed in this conversation? So the adults can talk? Yeah. 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 Am I going to be needed in this conversation? Go back to the, go back to the, the New Zealand table. Go right. back and hang out with Boba and, Fett. And Kroll, yeah. I was just briefly... No, I mean, mine, I wasn't like a crazy, a crazy Star Wars kid. I was actually more a Star Trek kid growing up. Mm. But the thing is, actually, it's interesting <laughs> you said about the, yeah, the toys, the Star Wars toys yes. uh, just blew every other toy out of the water. And then that's sort of what, you know, a lot of times got me back into it. And then when I saw them, um, you know, I, I it was also like a, the VHS at my grandparents' house when like my yeah. folks would have parties and stuff like that. Like that would that would be sort of what fueled me after that. And I was like, I need every one of these toys. <laughs> yeah, I would absolutely. go to flea markets and like it, it was, it was just. Choir. Yeah. And I had the, the Darth Vader case. Oh, you had the case? Yeah. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah. Uh, and it was funny. Yeah. That, yo, she hears like, I don't even know what that is. I don't even <laughs> of course that. you don't. <laughs> um, it, it was basically just a case maybe like maybe two feet tall and maybe like foot and a half wide that looked like Darth Vader in his shoulders. And you opened it up and it had two tiers of things you could put the the like four inch figures in. It was basically level expert. If, <laughs> if you went over to someone's house and they had a Darth Vader case. Uh, you were just like, oh, this, oh, guy's, this is where the rich kid lives. This guy's for real. <laughs> Either that or just like, this kid has a deeper appreciation for right. Star Wars than I will ever have. And plus, remember, there, there was the Hasbro, like you could also just do like the, uh, there was a mobile one yes. that you could take as well. Yep. You know, just clink around like a, like a goddamn oh, wow. craftsman. Like you're, going, like you're going door to door to sell them, even though you never sell them. <laughs> oh my God. I'd like you to talk to you today about Star Wars figures. <laughs> I remember my dad imported a Voltron toy for me from, from Australia to New Zealand. That was wow. a big deal. Wow. Yeah. So I was. Voltron was pretty badass. Yeah. Yeah. I like the Voltron toys for Voltron. But. There's no Voltron movie just yet. Not yet. There will be. There will be. It will come. We just need teamwork to make it work. (laughs) (laughs) So, so you're a fan. Um, Mm -hmm. Before we get to Empire, how do how are you on the prequels and how are you on A New Hope? Um, On the prequels, I didn't care for them. Uh, On A New Hope, of course, I love it. I mean, I I really really gave the prequels a chance. I remember I was in college when it came out. My friends and I were 
frenzied about the about the movie. We got the tickets in advance. Mm-hmm. We waited all day in line. We, you know, it's like we drove. We 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 crammed into a car and got down there, and we were so excited, and it happened, and, <laughs> and it was like taxation. Yes, yeah, it was just like blue balls. For everyone. <laughs> and the car ride home was completely silent. Oh yeah, because what do you say? Yeah. There's nothing to say, and then and then I kept. Giving the prequels a chance. By the third one, was it just like you would like creeping into the theater by yourself, like hoping no one would see you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Midday. Yeah. yeah like, it was kind of one of those like you see your buddy in a, in a CD strip joint, like, what are you doing here? What are you doing here? Neither of us are here. Yeah, I'm on, yeah, I'm on business. <laughs> They had a clean bathroom. What do you want from me? And so, do you yeah. do you revisit um, do you revisit the trilogy at all? Do you of like, course, yeah, of course. Um, I think any. I mean, but but in in our everyday life, we revisit the trilogy <laughs> because you know there's. Just, I mean, like I, honestly, I, I feel like there's just so much. There's so many of the quote unquote like you know the the themes, the the teachings throughout yeah. the movie that I think have have stayed with me. And I, in fact, when I was uh, I was on a a trip I went up to the Redwoods to the Muir Woods oh. and uh because I got I got a lot of layers guys. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> ogres have layers, onions have layers, Jordan, yeah. has, layers. Jordan has layers. Right. So into the I'm in the Muir Woods and yeah. uh I go into this kind of like little uh pass off the uh, this little pass on, on along the trail and something seems very familiar. No, <laughs> not like as if I'm being watched. Not like that, you yeah. know, not like that. Like, and Yoda appears. <laughs> but but I'm like, this is very, very familiar. And did I you go, use your BMX as a speeder? I did use my BMX <laughs> as a speeder. I went and looked at a little sign and it said, this is the home of the Miwok Indians. Miwok. You remove one M, you remove the M and you have Ewok. Now, uh, that's where George Lucas grew up. You know, right. and those redwoods are the 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 woods of indoor. Yeah. So it was like so I was like, it never leaves you. I yeah. was like and I just was like, Lucas <laughs> you know, like it was so cool. It's uh and so I mean nice. that's it's one of those movies that stays with you. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not just a cultural flashpoint. It is the foundation, I would say, for kids born uh 1970s and beyond yeah. you know especially 70s kids like myself late and 70s it's, kids and it's yeah. kind of the foundation we've said this before but it's kind of the foundation of fan culture for film Yes. Because before that, yes. no film was treated like rock stars were treated. Mm-hmm. No, fi- like it was just, there were very appreciated movies, and these are the highest echelon of film that can offer, but it yeah. was seen more of, I don't know if it's more art or more whatever. I mean, that's a weird word to sort of use well, for anything at this point. About, yeah, the, the film, the big films around that time were Jaws, E.T., right. that kind of, and then The right. Godfather before that. Sure. But none of those films spawned like the. The fan culture, and, and, that, and yeah, Lucas just, can be, uh, you know, blamed slash praised for that because of the, the toy line and the marketing that he did. Like he was, you know, he's a mastermind of that as well. So, oh, so uh, in, in addition to making such a cool world that everyone sort of felt like they could be a part of, he made it very accessible for people to be a part of it outside of watching. You know, who could have done it though was probably, I mean, either I think Hitchcock or Rod Sterling could have done it. Rod yeah. could have probably. <laughs> I mean, Hitch's Hitch's Hitch, movies. Yeah, I think are, he kind of yeah. did. Yeah, you know, like yeah. with Psycho. You know, like he was. He did build that culture around, like you know, nobody can come into the. Well, theater. I think I think the diff- the difference is I think the culture was around him. Yeah. If mm-hmm. Hitchcock was making a movie, you were like, I'll go see, see that, that fucking movie. Yeah. He's the rock star in that case. Yeah. In this analogy, I'm like the f- Star Wars itself oh. is the rock star because Lucas, while everyone loved him until the prequels, uh, <laughs> uh, was never really like. I mean, he. I mean, they treated him well, but like, I don't know. It just wasn't the same as like a Hitchcock. Also, I think he also took advantage of the time in the era where you could, commu- you know, like reach mass communication that mm-hmm. way. You know, this is like the early days of television, right? So people are starting, you know, and they're starting to do news reports about people lining up in the movie theaters. Yes, you know, and I think he really takes advantage of that. And and he he was a master uh, of just anticipation. Yeah. Just like because honestly, I feel like that is basically all we have left in film <laughs> is anticipation. You and, know I mean? and we're killing it with spoilers and trailers. Oh. It's true. Spoilers, trailers, featurettes, blah yeah. blah blah. You know, and, and but I mean, everybody is going to be lined up to to, to see uh, Force. Absolutely, Awakens. and I mean, and the new the 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 marketing campaign for the Force Awakens, I think, is like it feels like the original. Well, at least it feels like the Phantom Menace, which is the marketing campaign that I can remember. Yes. Um. You know. But then, so okay, so we got a New Hope. Where where I like in terms of the trilogy, how do you rank them? I love Empire the most. I'm so glad that you guys asked yeah. me to, right. to uh, you know to talk about it because Empire one, uh, it's just the darkest. And <laughs> it, it's mm-hmm. just so it just goes there, and and I love that it doesn't give any easy answers. It's 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 wonderful. It's wonderful. Um, like especially, I think Luke's journey is is great, 
I am, however, more interested in Han and Leia's. I, I, we, we had this conversation yeah. with the New Hope, which is that it's difficult to pinpoint who the main character yeah, is. Yeah, I think, and I think anyone. Wa- the the great thing about Star Wars, uh, watching this time is you, any, you could pick a character and go with that. You sure, know, it doesn't really matter. You could pick Gronk, the walking trash can. <laughs> He's in all of them. So <laughs> Admiral Ozil's who gets his larynx. Uh, see, this, I have no idea. Promotion. Yes. <laughs> Boom. Uh, awesome. I am not needed. Was that a Narcos reference? <laughs> All right, all right. Let's get into the crawl, crawl. But before we do that, um, I just wanted to point out you can reach us at onlymoviepodcast at gmail.com. Our Twitter handle is onlymoviepod. We have uh, a Twitter? Yeah, we have a Twitter. Wow. People, people hit us up on Twitter occasionally. Never. Uh, <laughs> and then we oh, have a Facebook page. Um, so reach out to us. The last person who, and the only person who reached out to us got some free movie tickets. That's right. Jordan, we've been pitching free movie tickets. We've been doing this for about five months. Yeah. Oh, more Longer. Than yeah. Uh, we've been like, just, e- just email us, just yeah. email us and you get free movie tickets. People, people yeah. are so, and we have like, like you have to do better than that. <laughs> you have to send a drone. Yeah. I will send a drone through your window to drop them up. It's like, uh, I might break into sweat emailing you. You guys are awesome in that way. That's, that's great. I'll email you right fucking now, you man. Go. Get on your phone, email hey, us. Hey, and you, you hear could, that listeners? Yeah. Jordan just got some free tickets. So you got to, you got to beat Jordan, uh, and his, and his quick texting. Trumbo, here I come. I'm going to see it in All the right. Theater. So here we go. Episode 5, The Empire Strikes Back. It is a dark time for the Rebellion. Although the Death Star has been destroyed, Imperial troops have driven the Rebel forces from their hidden base and pursued them across the galaxy. Evading the dreaded Imperial Starfleet, a group of freedom fighters led by Luke Skywalker has established a new secret base on the remote ice world of Hoth. The evil Lord Darth Vader, obsessed with finding young Skywalker, has dispatched thousands of remote probes into the far reaches of space. That was amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Of a space. (laughs) So that's what's going on with with in the in the in the galaxy these days. Uh, So. So basically, the rebels, even though they won, mm-hmm. they're kind of getting spanked, right? <laughs> uh, and they've retreated to the shittiest place in the universe, the uh, Hoth. Yeah, sweet. Uh, what's the real estate like there? I guess <laughs> it's uh, what, what is on the other side of this. Like, what is on this planet apart from Tauntauns and and uh, uh, that Wampa? Air? Yeah, it, yeah, Wampa. Is that what yeah, it is? Wampa. Yeah, yeah. Just a um, snow-covered wasteland. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Well, and a yes. shield generator and some other shit. Like, I guess if you're trying to hide, this seems like a good place. It's a it's a good place to hide. Right. Um, and and I think that you know it just proves that. Lucas, that's what I like from the outset. There's no easy answers. He's like, you've won the battle and you, you know, uh, the Death Star has been destroyed, but you have not won the war. Right. right. You know, and that, that is what's really good because they're now on the retreat and playing this kind of crappy rear guard skirmish stuff. And like there's, there's stuff, their weaponry sucks. But then again, <laughs> I, you know, like I have this, I have this, and, and this is like an illogical. Ion s- cannon? I'm sorry. <laughs> but please. But, no, but, okay. <laughs> but this is an illogical thing for me to say because it has no bearing on the story whatsoever. But I'm still, and even though the prequels kind of try to establish what the, what the politics of this universe are mm-hmm. and like who's fighting for what, I still don't get it. By this film, I'm still like, what do the Ribbles want? I mean, like, how bad is their... Uh, like, we haven't wait, seen their so you're plan. Sa- okay, you, you sound like... Honestly, you sound like <laughs> someone that could endorse Trump right now. Um, oh, so you're saying, whoa, you're saying, whoa, whoa. You're let's, saying... Let's take a step back here. <laughs> I just thought we'd leverage it a little bit. I thought let's I'd just go there. build a wall on this, on this conversation. Let's the go. The Empire's building walls all over the galaxy. All right, all right. Can I, can I just... How do I... Oh, it's, I, it's I, locked. I, I pr- the, the, press the, the red press button. button He's in got the a red button, and I'm sorry, Shahir. All right, no, no, no. Let's... Let's do this. No, <laughs> I only f- I only feel like it, what what is what what is at play is um, complete control by the empire. That that's what it okay. is. Control, right? Power is a big thing in power's all of a these big things. Thing. It's power. It's power, and they want they but want. What is the consequence of that power at this point? Like yeah. like it seems like it's shitty to be part of the part of the empire. It seems like it's shittier to be part of the Ribble. Well, here's here's the here's the kind of outside of it. In, <laughs> in the original in the original trilogy, you don't quite know sort of what's going on because right. because like you know, you, but you do get the feeling that like oh, it must really suck here because their ships are all drab and gray and like everything's just sort of washed out and it's mm. a very military culture because you only see the real military side of it. it and right. it's but, weird to me that the the Ribbles feel almost as militaristic as the Empire. 
Uh, sure. Yeah, yeah they're, they're a ragamuffin bunch. They, they don't they're, seem they're, like they're a ragamuffin not, bunch. Yeah. They seem like they're really well formed. And like, if they got into power, what would happen? You know, kind of. But thing. I do like that they they have a plurality about them. Mm. You know, like the thing about the empire is it it just seems it's like a singular, singular. Yeah. You know, kind of like this monolith. And though they hello, have a princess, so, HR, they, so they have a royalty system. They have a, ro- they have a royalty system, but HR. Let's let's talk about HR. HR and the, and the empire, empire is terrible. Sucks. It's yeah. terrible. Okay, you went through. Uh, I think you go through. Um, Admiral Ozil's dies first. Yep. Oh god. Then Admiral Gear. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't and remember then, the order. But, but ultimately, it's like the dude who was captain. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's like, and 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 all he says is like, "Do not disappoint me again." Yeah, you know, yeah. like, like and, and you're running weird. out of road with these people. It's weird when when like the uh, the emperor turns up and he's like, "You have done well, Darth." And I'm like, "What has he done? He's just choked out everyone that's like beneath him." Well, he's <laughs> he's know? culling he's culling the workforce. He's, he's making sure only the strong survive in the workforce. He's really building TSS, up bro. morale. Yeah. For the there is no morale. No. There's no morale to be had. There's no room for feelings. Yeah. So, so, it's so, black and gray. How are you thinking that this is good? <laughs> Even from a like a, a color standpoint, and but their like, army, they, their army is made up of one dude, just a shit ton of them. Yeah, yeah. then they've just cloned him a million yeah. times, right? The Christmas like, party sucks. <laughs> <laughs> but what? It, so so how do they hold power? Because it feels like Darth Vader can. They have a fuck ton can, of star he, destroyers. He That's how they hold power. He can choke you out if he's like in front of you. He but can he's choke like, a bitch. Yeah, but like no, but like, he, he chokes people. Tatooine, he chokes people over a monitor. Uh huh. Over Skype. Yeah. Oh, he did. <laughs> yeah, he did do that. They're going to put that in the new patch. Uh, <laughs> They're going to let you, when Force Awakens comes out, you will be able to choke, force choke people. So I just, I mean, like, yes, it's Ill, like, and it's, it's less, it's less important in the original trilogy to like yes. care about this stuff. But in the, in the, in the prequels, they like really make a deal of like understanding the space politics. And even those don't really make sense. But even here, I'm still kind of like, so now, iffy about well, now it. take everything in the prequels, all mm-hmm. the cities, all the, even the, the Senate chairs, the floaty Senate chairs and everything mm-hmm. like now that's the empire. Right. So now they, you know, and I, it, you could argue this about any sort of time and an empire, real life empire rises yeah. to power. Like, how does it stay there? Because it always starts with like, fuck, shit's going down. We, we need, need decisive to- action. That guy's in charge. Yeah, because- exactly. That's exactly what happened. They kind of, I mean, Lucas is making, I'm interrupting. Yeah, Please go yeah no, no, but yeah. that's so it's like, but then I always wonder in real life, in these stories and everything. Because the guy who takes power is always like, I'm only doing this for a little bit. A little bit yeah. And then we're going to go back to the way things were because yay, democracy. Yeah. Uh, why doesn't anyone hold them to yeah. that? Like, how does that but not is that because work? Because the Senate's been destroyed. Because and- the Senate has been destroyed. I mean, because that was their end game. I mean, it's the Reichstag fire. Yeah. It's it's uh, marching troops across the Rubicon, you know, uh, with Caesar. So I feel like so what, there's no what, organization to, to yeah. fight him at that point. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. It's, so I think I think what it is is like it's an allegory for these things past. Mm-hmm. What's wonderful about Star Wars is it's it's just you know. It shows that history doesn't repeat itself. It, it barely. It, it, it basically rhymes. Yeah. yeah. Which which is great. That was a Mark Twain quote, guys. So that's not me. <laughs> what? That's Mark Twain. What? Okay. Oh you gonna argue with him? He's dead. <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, that's those are the only arguments I win. So that would be <laughs> that would be pretty good. <laughs> no, I, I, and I think I think it shows why it resonates is because it's true. It's true. I mean. He he does a good job in the prequels of setting up the reasons why the you know the forces within the empire come to power. Right. So if there was an empire, things were hunky dory. It was like, hey, everybody, la 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 la. Yeah. Everybody's getting along, and then this quote unquote, you know, this threat came horrible along. disaster sure. yeah. happened. You know, I, I mean, what was the threat in the prequels that like that formed the the you know that that allowed the emperor to take power was the the trade federation was putting blockades on planets and particularly mm-hmm. Naboo so so but the thing yeah. that the, the prequels felt like <laughs> no no if you're gonna go into such minutia you knew that <laughs> if you're gonna go into such minutia we talked about this yeah. before you can't just pick the minutia you go into like my whole thing is what is Naboo importing and exporting that's so crucial to their so, like their planet looks pretty fucking lush like yeah. they <laughs> seem like they're doing okay yeah but these spaceships and the outside whatever anyway. but like yeah no I agree and I and I agree it's it's a it's a moot point but it's just it's just sure. the kind of feeling well, I. No, because like, if there's a thing in any film, if you're like, this is the minutia of this one situation, and we're really going to make you understand this, and then they don't do that with other aspects of their film, that's a problem. However, if you take a film, again, let's go, we always go back to Mad Max, or even, mm-hmm. we could even go A New Hope in this category, they throw you in a world, they give you these small, like, four rules of sort yeah. of what's going mm-hmm. on, and then they explain everything the same level. There's yeah. no crazy mm-hmm. deep explanation, and there's no super tertiary. It's like, we're gonna go to a six out of ten of explanation for the entire thing, and it's gonna feel solid throughout. Yeah. Whereas, yeah. in the prequels, it's like, they crank fucking explanation to eleven in some oh. parts, 
cards oh and God. dial it back yeah. down to like yeah. two when they don't want to talk about it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. But exposition is is dealt with very well uh, in, in Empire. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's dealt really well I, with I, a New it, Hope it, as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I feel like I feel like I mean masterfully so. And you know we have to also talk about the fact that. Uh, Lucas, Lucas didn't isn't direct. directing. He isn't directing. Now, now here's some pros and cons to that. Yes. Yeah. The darkness I loved. Yeah. They went dark and it was it was amazing. Yep. Uh, cons. Uh, when after you know after Luke's like you know horrible mishap on Hoth. Yeah. Um, yep. that scene in the in the hospital chamber was just so. Not the only water, corny. The water chamber. Yeah. yeah. You no. Know, no. I mean, after he he, he comes back. You're talking about the kiss. Yeah. The kiss. Yeah. The kiss scene is corny. Yeah. There's like a hundred corny jokes thrown around that I don't think that Lucas would probably stand for, but just like uh, if he were directing, you know, and, I mean, I think done, he would do done. cornier. I really, I really think Lucas well, the prequels has, have like, corny like, nonsense. Yeah, if, you look in at, if you look at the prequels, but what I will say about that, uh, Jordan, in that scene, it is super hokey. Like it's it's so, so hokey. But uh, what, the reason I think it's okay in this movie and Please. and not okay. <laughs> Tell in, me in the prequels, even though I think they're the same level. Like, let's take that scene in Empire and uh, fucking uh, in. Let's just do the second one in Attack of the Clones when three PO's getting dragged around, his head's bolted onto a fucking droid, and he's being like, "Oh, I'm beside myself," like yeah. that sort of shit. So it's that. It, let's take those two scenes. They're the same level of hokey with the whole like, get Luke gets kissed and he puts his hands That's behind right. his head yeah. and all that shit, and they're like, "What Whoo. was he expecting?" Side note: There's a lot of spit on that kiss. Not gonna lie, you can see it in the. There's, uh. there's like it's like a drip. That's like it's yeah. weird, yeah. but um, but. So Young the Mark reason Hamill. it's okay, <laughs> yes. The reason it's okay is because the characters that they've developed and the way they've written them in in, in four, five, and six, as opposed to all the characters in in one, two, and three, are characters that, due to small things in conversation, due to the way they handle themselves, due to the way they're allowed to act mm -hmm. and their skill at acting. It makes them just seem like this is a moment of brevity and fun with people we like, as yeah. opposed to this is stupid nonsense that these otherwise straight like like uh, uh, Qui Gon Jinn's never going to do something like this, but like get fucking Jar Jar to do a fucking nonsense backflip three chemistry, times. The, the chemistry is there. It's chemistry. Like yeah. and and we said uh, in A New Hope, we were like uh, the point I, I really liked was um and I liked it because I made it um was that uh there's small moments that they say like in conversation to right. each other that don't exist in the other movies where like they'll reference like when Luke sells a speeder he's like oh just ever since the whatever whatever came out uh, they're just not selling anymore for the price and they're just talking about like shit you if we were in that situation yeah. it would be an aside that we'd say before we went on to our grand adventure you're, you're saying the great Pulp Fiction conversation yeah. about cheeseburgers uh, right. yeah. in Paris and things like that yeah. I got yeah. you okay it's, it's not yeah, yeah. But, and in fact this first this first thing on Hoth like if I was writing the script or if I was editing this film right now, I it, you could argue that the 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 thing with the Wampa or whatever mm -hmm. he is, it's a weird kind of structural point to start the film at because you you know like you've got these droids that land on the planet. Oh, and it, that shot of them coming out of the Star Destroyer. I'm sorry it's, to interrupt. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Like yeah. and it's it's move it moves in a way like models really like. It but it helps seems it, it seems to me like the rebellion should be like investigating those things first. But all of a sudden you've got like Luke kind of just wandering around and then he gets attacked by a Wampa. Uh, what, what are they called? A, uh, a wampa. A wampa. Yeah. And then he's in a cave, and it's about and and the character development in this scene is interesting, mm -hmm. and it works, but it seems to be like a sort of half step towards the story getting started. Well, wasn't that? And yeah. correct me if I'm wrong. I'm, I might be making this up. Th that scene in particular with the wampa and getting hit in the face and everything was to cover up Mark Hamill's car accident. That's what I heard. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, he got in a bad yeah, car accident, and his face got messed up. A and bit, he never so was the same after that. The yeah. funny thing is that, like, what I like about watching these films now is is seeing Mark Hamill kind of get older. Yeah. You know, like he feels like an older Luke. He feels yeah, like I a love different that man. Too. <laughs> <laughs> you like, I like to watch the you inevitable like watch decay people. of his body. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm about. That's that's what I enjoy. Well, well the, the, uh, if, if we could do it in real time, I would be happy. <laughs> Wait, you want the boyhood of Luke Skywalker? Is that what you're telling me? Yeah. You want? Yeah. I want it to be slow, just single uh -huh. take. I'm, I want to do like the Michael Haneke vision oh. of Star Wars. Wow. Um. <laughs> now, you know, I think um, also what's really great uh, is, I mean, it could have, listen, <laughs> that, the, the, I'm with it, you. It, it was, it, maybe it wasn't a bridge, but it was definitely a tunnel. Okay, you know what I mean, yeah. because it was dark. Yeah, you know, and, or it was a covered bridge. Right, like you're used to in New Hampshire. Uh, that's true. Yeah. We have and many, the, and the, they're the, on calendars. And I would say, I would just say that at the end, I mean, it it almost was so good. Like Jedi to me was a bit of a letdown. I didn't really sure. like Jedi all that much. Hmm. Uh, it, he just wasn't ready to face 
uh, Darth Vader. Of course. The battle at the end was so, I mean, it was like, it was, it blew my balls mm -hmm. off. Right. And it was just so good that, that I have to say at the end of the movie, I was ready for it. I, I thought it was a fake complete. I, I mean, like, I thought you could have ended the story right then and there. I mean, really? It because there was sacrifice and there was, you know. But and there was the, no catharsis. There was no, there was no conclusion to it. There was no, there was no sense that the story, like to me, there was a sense that the story, there was more story to tell. But even, but to me, that's, that, that is the way, like that kind of mission, which is like a, a go for broke. They're always doing go for broke missions. Yeah. Yeah. A go for broke mission would end. Is like I'll I'll live to fight another day. I'm totally scarred by this. Right. I have the training. Uh, you know, I I have um Yoda's training, but like, uh, and I've grown as a person. Jedi was just like bow on the thing. You know, yeah, like yeah. it was a bow. Well, yeah, and I and I, to me, Jedi and Empire kind of like run together. You know, for yeah. for that reason. But I, Matt, I'm sorry. No, no, it's okay. Uh, the I agree. And disagree with the whole whole ending of it. Good. Like, uh, I, I want points of view. In right. This. <laughs> we're gonna. We're we're the. <laughs> we are we are the view of Star Wars at this yes. point. Are we not? Yeah. Um. No. So. It definitely could. Like I love stories that end on downbeats. I love mm -hmm. stories that end on something that's dark and not always like everyone's okay because it means things that happened mattered. Yeah. Um. And so if they were to do that in this, I would be 100% on board. But the way, let's take the movie sort of as it is right now, like right. the way it's cut together and the story points that they hit. If they did it and then said, well, that's it, I wouldn't have been happy because of all of the things that they, they set, set up, up to yeah. do. That's now, that lack of, you know, conclusion. Right. Yeah. So like Han yeah. Han being captured. Yes. Uh, like if Han had died, that would be different and it would be like, okay, well, there's nothing else that can happen with Han. He's not turning into a fucking ghost. Yeah. Um, <laughs> or like, you know what I mean? So like, Things like that. There was Han. There was um, even the introduction of the there. Uh, there is another. There's another. There is yeah. another. Yeah. We don't know what uh, yeah. that means yet. Uh, so stuff like that. That is like me going. I I want to. I I need you to see need what more. happens. And the the problem with Jedi is it answers all of those questions really, other than the other one, which you kind of figure out anyway. Yeah. Uh, you kind of do in the beginning too, because Yoda tells Luke about 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 Leia. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like it's in the first third of the movie that all of the loose ends are tied up, and then it's yeah. like, oh yeah, they got another Death Star. Oh, and there's forest things, <laughs> and there's some other stuff. And Luke, you should you should really go fight Vader again. You weren't ready now before, but now you are. Now you're ready, right? Uh, and so you should go do that. Well, don't you feel that Lucas probably was? Ugh, I was once in a in a in a. Okay. <laughs> All right, here we go. Here we go. Here, this is a long story to make a point. Yeah, uh, I right, like it. Okay, um, I was in this program, this writing program, uh, for a major network, and uh, one of okay, um, one of the creators, not J.J. Abrams, can't, can't name names right now, right? Yeah, can't, can't name names, right? Names, but uh, rhymes with uh, the the show <laughs> rhymes with Rost, right? And, <laughs> yep. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And he came and he spoke to us. Yeah. And what he said was, um, we had the first season plotted out, but we didn't have the second season or right. anything yeah. after that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's been up for debate as to whether or not that is true, you know, from yeah. just watching it. Of course. But I'm going to tell you something. It's, you know, like he said it, it's yeah. evident. It's quite true, but no one has ever admitted it as yeah. much. Yeah. What I think, I think Lindelof has yeah. said it now, hasn't he? He, he has. I think Lindelof has admitted that. I mean, has said that they didn't really have the anything... Like all they had was the the hatch, mm -hmm. and they didn't know what was in the hatch. Ah, yeah. okay. I, I, I'm I'm gonna just say that the the that that is not the person that said this, right? But I will say that like the, you know like he admitted as much. Yeah, right? he didn't. They were just swinging wild. Yeah. To me, the kiss is the seals like all kisses do. Mm -hmm. That Lucas didn't know what the fuck he was doing beyond beyond the end of that of that really film. because. I, I, I'm because to tie brother and sister together is something that is introduced in Jedi. Yes, uh, but it, sister, but isn't the kiss, isn't the kiss kind of like the red herring to the to the sister, like to the to the reveal? Like to me, the kiss is kind of like it's a hell of a red I, herring. Well, that's what I did. I said. <laughs> I said it's not like they a had little sex. Further, it's and not it, like yeah. they like they had a she kid. Would, she probably thought about it. Yeah. Here's here's my take it's on this. It's not Chinatown. It's fucking, you know what I mean? It's like, they wow. just kissed. Which came out in yeah. the 70s. Uh -oh. um, okay. I think, I, I wrote down that I really, I the kiss is something that, let's let's play it both ways. Mm. If he has no idea what's going on, that then this is proof of that. Yeah. yeah. If he does have an idea of what's going on, he'll probably never admit, of course he thinks he, he said. Oh, he'll do, the, he'll do the, my favorite is, my favorite filmmaker does it is the total Wes Anderson. 
When yeah. like yeah. every mistake is, is perfect. Oh, of course. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah, right. yeah. Um, it's what we kind of want to do. But say, let, let's <laughs> say if, <laughs> with the main character dying in the first two minutes in, a, in an accident uh, on set, we kind of wanted to do that. Yeah, thing. we planned it. Uh, the, the If he did plan it, let's say yes. if he did plan it. Yes. Uh, planet of it's Hoth. It's the yes. planet of Hoth. It, it, yes. it is the best throw off of the entire thing and something that a movie, a PG movie for families and yes. everything would never dare do, do today. today. Yeah. And it's something really? that, yeah. yes. Yeah. What, yeah. what are you talking about? A, a brother and sister kissing each other? Yeah. Wait, the first... I must have like seen a different kiss our, to you guys. Our, it was, it's our, film, our film's different in New Zealand. When I mean, you... look, we're <laughs> very friendly people. <laughs> I don't know how long you guys kiss down there. I'm I mean, gonna say... if you've noticed, the hobbits are very short and it's not because of like, I understand. it's because of inbreeding. <laughs> Um, um, so no, I'm, it's, it's, it's okay. The kiss goes for maybe like, let's say three seconds. Like no, it's I'm pretty long. Time it. it's and, a long and it's kiss. like, and it's like lips are moving. And when they pull away, I shit you not, there yeah, is a is string still. of spit. Yeah. <laughs> so like, and they're not Frenching, but it's like, but, but there is no relationship between they're Luke hoffing. and Leah, apart from Luke kind of pining for her. Leah is just using Luke to, to make Han jealous, right? At that point. Yes. Yeah. yeah but the, Leah has no feelings. What do you think helps this man along? <laughs> other than the fact that he, he knows he must save the empire is his raging hard on <laughs> yeah. he's got, whenever he's in battle. <laughs> you know? Okay, the walkers, the walkers coming at him, right? Yep. And he's going to get his, his buddy who's like, man, I'm ready to take on the whole empire. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, and he's, okay. like, he's like, you know what? I, I, Is that Wedge or Biggs? Or, no, they're, they're no it one. can't be Wedge. But, but like, he's, there's a chance that, you know, he's like, man, I, I could... Hit it with Leia. <laughs> yeah, all I gotta do is take down these ad ads. <laughs> I, 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 th so I, uh, last night I, it's just I, was, I, I started watching the, um, uh, Jedi with the commentary on. Sure. And I was listening to Lucas talk about the fact that his idea for not directing and not writing was that he wanted to treat episode two and three more like television, which is to say hmm. that tele in television, gotcha. the executive producer, uh, is kind of more like a showrunner. They're the person right. that comes up with the ideas, but they don't have to handle the execution. Right. So, which is what he's good at. Which is yeah, which yeah. Is, which he's proven to be really good at. <laughs> you, you should see Matt's face right yeah. now <laughs> when, when he writes people like fucking cardboard cutouts of machines. Ooh. Like that really hurts Ooh. me. So to me, like Empire and Jedi are kind of part and parcel of the same of the same product, and and every. Every setup in Empire is designed to be paid off in Jedi. But what I do think is, and I think they do set it, I, I, I bet you it's kind of half and half because it, the Luke and Leia, uh, Leia thing, I don't know. But like <laughs> they do answer every question and then there's extra shit with Ewoks at the end of Jedi. Yeah. Like, so do you know what I mean? And, and like, again, his explanation yes, for yeah. the, I mean, we're getting into Jedi here, but the, his explanation for Ewoks sounds better than what it probably is, which is that a small uncivilized, you know, un, uh, untechnologically uh, advanced. They're, yeah, they're, tree, they're tree on, people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Takes on. And we'll the, talk about that yeah, in that one. The rebel. Yeah. But anyway, let's. Uh, let's the Empire. Yes. Let's go back to. So Hoth happens. Great moment. So the Adat scene with the with the tow cable and like all that shit. I've played that Run that battle. Yeah, right. yeah, I've, I've, played, that I've well. played that battle in every Star Wars game sure. ever. Uh, and I love it. But at the same time, this time watching it it felt like the weakest battle to me. And I always remember when I was a kid thinking it was the most exciting and different. Hmm. And I don't know why that is. To, to me, the logic problem is that these are the worst way to attack the rebels. It's like the well, dumbest, but there is, bring I, I never noticed. Cause I've always thought that regardless, there is a line about how they can't get the, cause the, because of the ion cannons right. or whatever, yeah, the they can't cannons. get the, they can't bombard the thing with the star destroyers. And that's right. why. And I never, I was uh, always like, why don't they just pull these fucking giant ships up and just blast the fuck out of the planet? <laughs> right. There are reasons. Reasons. That's what they're, right. they're trying to knock out the shield the, generator uh, yeah. for the ion cannon so they can shoot. There's a whole uh, yeah, 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 yeah. plan. No, no, no. I mean, yeah. I mean, the, the right. So the target there is the is the power generator. Yep. Yeah. And it was kind of boring because, you know, I mean, you have this these godless killing machines, you know, versus like, you know, a ragtag bunch that yeah. basically has a couple of like light arms. Not yeah. not much, you yeah. know. And uh, and they take him down with like with tripwire. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah which is which is well, clever, an Adat, you know? Let's yeah. be fair. An Adat is a stupidly designed machine. It is. Uh, yeah, yeah. 
I mean, because yeah. did you ever have an Atta? Uh, no, but they're huge. The yeah, toys are really fucking big. huge. Like the size of a dog. Well, that's <laughs> the great thing about the Star Wars toys. <laughs> tip over. The great things about the Star Wars yeah. toys is since the figures were about four inches or three or four inches, like they had to fit in all of the vehicles. Mm-hmm. So the Millennium Falcon was huge. I had a Tie Interceptor, which is in Jedi, which yeah. are the ones that have the the curved wings with the two protrusions <laughs> out the thing. Yeah, yeah, it was like four feet wide, and and the sides blew off if you hit a button. Like, and yeah. you could put the guy in. It was just. It was marketing to a T, and I, I love I love those toys. Um, I'm gonna go play with them after the show. It was a, uh, it was a bad battle. I mean, but it was setting it was it was to get you hooked and to yes, give you something yeah. uh, interesting to watch and to split our characters. Yep, into gotta two. split them again. Gotta get the A, get, the B. You know, they can't be again. It was together. just it was kind of you know I know you guys are explaining that it has to do with like Luke's um, scar. They're trying to explain, yep. but it, I I kind of wish the film had started there mm-hmm. instead of with the but they do introduce some interesting stuff with the his inability to use the force with the they let Han use a lightsaber was Han anyone else used, I, this yeah, time yeah. I was like fuck yeah what and a I, surgical instrument I and I, <laughs> I like how he uses it where he doesn't know what he's doing yeah. you know yeah. like, I think that's a really cool like yeah. little writing moment yep. you know yeah so so they escape uh and oh side note when they're prepping, Luke's X-wing is inside, and then when Luke mm-hmm. is leaving, his X-wing is just parked outside. Worst episode like, ever. Like you do. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I know, I know, I know. It's just, it was just like, like yeah. all right, sure, whatever. Uh, I digress. So he goes to valet parked all the so ships they, outside. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he goes to Dagobah due to the ghost he experienced of Obi Wan telling right. him to go find Yoda. Yeah. Um, and uh, Han and Leia just run away, right? Yeah. Well, they they hide In on essence. the asteroid belt. Oh, because they get away, but yeah. then they're they, the they chasing the them. The hyperdrive. This is the first time that the Millennium Falcon is just so fucked. I like yeah. this as well. I like that there's all the build up to like seeing them do the hyperdrive again, which is the big thing in the episode, in yeah. episode four. And then like, one more direct hit on the rear deflector shield and we're done for, you yeah. know, like that moment. But what I love about those, uh, that entire arc is that it really is nothing more than like a screwball comedy from yeah. like the 1940s. Yeah. yeah. Will they, won't they, yeah. you know, like, like, can't you get this thing started? Shut up, honey. Yeah. Like, you know, like it was like, that's gotta, all it was. I got to give a shout out to John Friedman. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, please. Uh, he's a wonderful comedian and television <laughs> yes, producer. Yes. He, um, he put something on Instagram, uh, last night, the gram. Uh, mm-hmm. and it was a, a video of when Han and Leia are kissing and, 3PO walks in and awesome. does like, sir, sir, I managed yeah. to get the bullshit. No, 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 no. Yes. Uh, and, and he just tagged it as me at parties. <laughs> <laughs> it was so fucking funny. Some of the best but writing. Wait, which is, which is he at the party? Is he C3PO? He's C3PO at the party. Okay. He's, he's 3PO. Yeah. 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 No, no, no. That was what he was saying. I often find, like in life, I was like, that, like I am Han and 3PO is like, is the other dude? able to do So John know, Friedman like, comes up behind yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Basically. And then I love how Leia just walks off. I'm like, we're having a yeah, moment. Yeah, yeah. She's embarrassed. Yeah. She's embarrassed by the droid, droid seeing her. Yeah, yeah. Oh so no. What, what does Leia want in this relationship? She wants well, acknowledgement. Let's, let's talk about Leia in yeah. this movie because right. in one and three, she's fucking strong and cool. Yeah. Whether or not like she's acting like her whole planet died, not like whatever. Yeah. But like, but no. But she like has po- like sort she's of her own power, and here. she's kind of she's more of a an actual character and not like a well, I'm being huffy. Like yeah. this one, she goes full on huff mode. I feel like the entire. Yeah. She's the she's the character that's like like what are these things? I don't know what's happening. Da-da-da. And I was yeah. like, this is not the same one that marches into Jabba's palace or fucking chokes him out, or even in the other one starts grabbing a blaster and shooting stormtroopers. Like yeah, it was just true. a very different feeling, Leia. For this, me, the, yeah. Leia has always been kind of like the 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 weakest link in terms of the storytelling because again, well, it, listen, you know, when you're again, the only woman in the universe, yeah. there's a lot of weight on your shoulders. <laughs> exactly. And like her entire the Smurfette, if you will. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Papa Smurf in the scenario. Yeah. No, no. Uh, but like, <laughs> um, you know, like the fact that Alderaan gets destroyed and just kind of like just is just washed off, you know, like it's yeah. like, yeah, eh, she's not the prince. You know, she her entire existence is Princess Leia. She is no longer the princess of anything anymore. Yeah. Right. And it's just kind of like, yeah, well, I mean, she's she's a princess of of of, of she is hearts. a princess, but but she's yes, yeah, she's <laughs> a princess of our hearts. She's in exile. So, yeah. I mean, I think what he was trying to what Lucas was kind of like, she, it's, she it's a nod to uh, maybe like uh I think that's why Mel Brooks was like, oh, she's a Jewish princess. Right. And that's yeah. why, yeah. Like, you know, yeah. it was like something in exile. A uh, Druish. A Druish princess. princess. It's funny because yeah. she doesn't look Jewish. But, <laughs> but, but uh, yeah, with the Minox scenes and things like that, I think what she served as in this movie more than others was precious cargo. She's right. precious cargo because, because okay. she, you cannot let 
uh, Darth get his hands on her, mm-hmm. and and you know like it, and Han is like, well, we can't we can't outrun him. We can definitely outmaneuver him. Yeah, and he tries every trick in the book to keep her safe. Yeah, but I mean, okay. Darth, but Darth only wants Luke Skywalker, right? And he, but he will use and, them to. I mean, he uses he, he does it anyway. Right, he yeah. sets up all these. Little, I, I am this is what I imagine because I know he yeah, there's the whole setup in Cloud City where like he he's there and it's all of a sudden whatever. Mm-hmm. Again, this is just me imagining this. There's no threads in the movie of this, but I feel like especially with the way in the beginning they sent pods to all different planets yes. i feel like vader set traps for tertiary people in all of these lives everywhere right. and they just happened to go to cloud city which is yeah. one of them and then and then lando obviously reported uh like he do yeah. and uh He's a businessman yeah <laughs> so, so the entire uh, the entire empire's focus goes away from being you know like controlling the universe they so want to like get Leia because she's a figurehead of the rebellion. And if right. you take out Princess Leia, you take out the rebellion. You take out the like, cut off the head. Yeah, yeah. kill the snake. Uh, yeah, good point. Fair so, enough. but then Luke, but 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 Vader's focus becomes Luke eventually. Yeah, Vader's focus becomes Luke once Luke confronts him on Cloud City. It right. doesn't become. Or did, I forget. No, what I the, think it, it was think, Luke's. It was Luke's from the outset. But in in a way, he kind of he spares. Uh, he spares Luke's life at the beginning because oh, yeah, he gives yeah, even the in option. the crawl. Sorry, the crawl. He, he, yeah, I mean, he spares Luke's life in the beginning by giving the Emperor an option. He says, you know, like it, you know, I, I think he can be an asset. Right. To which he says, you know, like I mean, which is obviously uh, foreshadowing that he is his son. Yeah. But I mean, that there is a feeling in the Grinch's heart that like, <laughs> you know, like like at least if I can get this guy to turn to the dark side, then he will yeah. be an asset. I won't have to kill him. It grew nine sizes. It grew nine sizes that um, day. I mean, and and. Luke's journey for me in the Dagobah system in that swampy ass world mm-hmm. uh, is just it's just a it's it's just Joseph Campbell you know yeah. like it's like a Joseph Campbell story telling and it's great and it sets us up so that he will be ready to actually fight Vader which he's not totally ready for well, I love he has no control yeah the right? weirdest thing to me is that like it seems like the drain for a Jedi is like a weekend course. You know, like takes like, a, <laughs> like a security guard. Yeah, course. Again, just, like, again, just, like, I go back. I go back to here to do you want montages in this movie? Because that's the only way you're going to yeah, get this sort of closure. But like pretty much Luke just trains for one day, right? Like he, he no. trains for a no, day. He's there for a while. He's there for a while. Like how long? Because know. because it's happening. A couple of weeks. A couple a week. weeks. A so, week. So you're saying that Han and Leia are we don't on know. that asteroid for no, like a week. No, no, They're on there for like a day or eight hours or something like that. But we don't know how long it is from fucking asteroid town to Cloud City. I just feel like Not Luke's far. training. <laughs> <laughs> like to become a Jedi like feels like a weekend course. Well, okay. So let's get <laughs> to this. Hold on. Let's get to, let's get to Dagobah. Uh, so obviously uh, we talked a little bit before I this. I love Yoda. In this I film. love Yoda when he's pretending to be just a little troublemaker. I think yeah, that's awesome. what that's terrible. Well, he was doing it to see if he could get like get him angry. Yeah, get yeah. under his yeah. skin. Yeah. Like there's sort of a rhyme and reason to it. And I always love that. What is like, how do you get so big eating food of this kind? Yeah. Was like, yeah. like I love when he's Twix crawling. Bar. He's crawling <laughs> in his food thing and just throwing <laughs> shit out. I was like, this is amazing. I love Yoda in this uh, film. I think but, he's like he's way more interesting. So than the training, the training, and then eventually Luke finding out that Han and Leia are in trouble in Cloud City uh, and Chewie by the way but he doesn't talk about that doesn't finish, uh, Chewie doesn't can finish take it. care of himself yeah. <laughs> herself do it, sorry go ahead what I, it's been postulated that Chewie is a lady really which would uh, account Her for all of the the, the um, jealous tendencies and uh, is, the, is Chewie yeah. jealous of Han and Leah I thought uh, it was like kind of oh, he Chewie, does he say guy he ever to Chewie maybe but he not. says buddy he always calls him buddy or pal you could call a girl buddy maybe all um right. So, so the great thing about, and this is what I'm so interested in, in for Force Awakens and kind of what uh, uh, this whole six episode podcasting into being is this idea that Luke is more obsessed or more focused on helping his friends than whatever. And he fails a bunch of different times on Dagobah and then he leaves. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, so he fails uh, lifting the X-Wing. Yeah. He yeah. fails at the cave because he brings his weapon and yeah, kills himself in the, the thing. Yeah. He, and then he fails by leaving Yoda. So he's failed he's, three fucking big ass times. The next time yeah. we see him, he's a Jedi master. But he's, <laughs> but he's not. He knows. Yeah. No, no. He knows how to he's, fight with a lightsaber. Cut off. Yeah. He's <laughs> the last of the Jedi. But he's getting, if you look at that fight, and that's my favorite fight in all of these movies, wow. he gets spanked. And it's yeah. that kind of fight where if it's like two opposing forces and they're say like 50% each, it's like Darth is smart enough where he's better and just whittling him away. Like, it's just right. like pushing that, like I'm yeah. winning, I'm winning, I'm winning, I'm winning, I'm winning, I'm winning. And like he, and the entire way the fight goes side, side note, the set in the carbonite thing is the mm-hmm. coolest sci-fi set 
I've yeah, ever yeah, seen. Great, yeah. It looks amazing. Even when they're out on the little hangy thing in the pit, like yeah. even yeah. The, like the screen doesn't look too fake, and yeah. I really oh. enjoy it. Yeah. But it's literally, it's pushing both to the mental and physical edge, Luke's abilities, like just constantly pushing him around, getting him where he wants him. Granted, after the carbonite thing goes out the window, it's just Darth <laughs> just fucking, well, I'm just going to fucking beat you down into submission. Yeah. And he thinks he does. Otherwise, yeah. I don't think he would have done the iconic I'm your father. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, Jess on the last episode made a really good point how everyone, like kids growing up, that's how she knew Luke was uh, Darth Vader's son yeah. because kids would always say it like that'd be like a playground. Line. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but the funny thing is that she's like, I didn't realize how it always came off so evil when kids said it. They're like, I am your father. Ah, but he doesn't say it evil. No. He says it very like, this is this is what it is. Yeah, like it's yeah. very, and so I I actually noticed that this time around too. It was very fun uh, to see that because you, again, you kind of peeled back the thing about Jordan, you said about like the heart or at least saw a little bit of like, mm-hmm. he's not totally just as fucking murder bot. Well, like, if, I mean, those are the be- best villains, right? Yeah. They are the ones that, that think they're doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's, he's making a compromise and a separate piece with his son here, you know, and, and trying to make and trying to correct this or write it and reckon it somehow. And what, what was really interesting is just like he, even in the end, even after he severs his son's hand and he, and he tries to save his life. He's like, give me your hand. Mm-hmm. The other I'll one. I'll take you to sit. Yeah. The good one. Take you to sick bay. We'll, 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 we'll patch you up. And, and then we're going to rule the galaxy as father and son. Like yeah. that's, yeah, yeah. that's a pretty good that's deal. A pretty good deal. Yeah. Also, Parking wherever you want. Yeah. Yeah, I like, <laughs> I like the introduction of the idea that, that, uh, he's he wants to kill the emperor. I think I like that little yeah. nugget that's introduced. Yeah, in there he's that, like, hey, we can we can take him on together. Yeah, the emperor is weak, and it's like it's the I don't know. It just introduces because because the 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 role between the emperor and Darth is very you know. I like, love yeah, I yeah. love how every Sith it's their destiny to kill their master. Yeah, it does. That's that. really yeah. fucking cool. Also, yeah. they never say the word Sith in either any of these three original movies because it didn't come yeah. to him yet. Yeah. <laughs> um, what Lucas was taking a shit and he was thinking about it. and He's like, what's a shit spelled? Let's and by the way. <laughs> you, you brought up you brought up shit but, but you know i mean um so like uh darth's inner sanctum yeah, yeah. is nothing more than a toilet by the way i mean if you really <laughs> think about his throne room is nothing more than is a that toilet. Like, when, so irritating when the helmet <laughs> when the helmet goes on it sounds like an aerosol can squeak like Pfft. yeah oh absolutely <laughs> It's a Japanese toilet. That's beautiful. why everyone's so uncomfortable to go and give him messages. It's <laughs> that's like, literally, yeah. <laughs> what? Hey. What? Because it's got to be awkward to be force choked while he's on the toilet. Because <laughs> <laughs> he does it with his butthole. He do- he force chokes you with his butthole. Do you think Darth masturbates with force choking? Like, does he kinda, like <laughs> I'm not sure how much is working down there at this point. He got right. pretty burnt yeah, up. Yeah, he's got no legs. Um, Lieutenant Dan ain't got no legs. But uh, regardless of uh, <laughs> Sith Lord masturbation... Um, <laughs> I'm very curious. About lightning, real lightning. <laughs> because there's so many hands that get cut off. Uh, yeah, that's true. Uh, well, actually, oh, oh, I have a thing about that. I know, like, to me, okay. The so hands in get this movie, off. okay. Uh, oh, so the even in this, in this, in this, in this, um, in this series, up to this point, there are seven hands cut off. Mm-hmm. Well, hmm. actually, it's and that's if you count both of uh, Dooku. So it's the changeling <laughs> in the bar uh, in in Clone Wars. Gotcha. There's Anakin. Yeah. Then Dooku loses both hands. Yeah. Right. So right. there's four. Windu gets his hand chopped off before he gets knocked out the window. <laughs> yeah. Guy in the cantina gets his arm cut off. Yeah. And the Wampa gets his arm cut off. And now Luke gets his hand cut off. <laughs> what do you think? What do you think the metaphor is? Han Solo. Nailed it. it was Just like saying. Layup. I don't know. If, I don't, Solo. I know. I know. I don't even want to. I don't even want to say anything else about it because that pretty much hit the fucking nail. <laughs> and you only need one hand to hit with that hammer to hit that nail. Let's move um, on. Let's. We got it while it's hot. I know. Yeah. Uh, Cloud City and Lando Calrissian. A lovely place. Uh, yeah. Lando Calrissian. <laughs> yeah. I want. I wanted to live there. Yeah. yeah I've no, always wanted to live in Cloud, Cloud City. City. And even in the special edition, this this movie I feel like benefits the most from the special editions. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, the Wampa they. scene, even in the beginning, mm-hmm. they that was. Uh, I guess that shoot went badly, from what I understand, and they uh, never had enough coverage, so they went back and shot with an actual puppet. That scene where he stands up and he's yes. got the meat thing. Yeah, that yeah. was you only saw arm and that one face that came yeah, at yeah. you. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that I felt made it much better. Plus, you have them flying into Cloud City now, mm-hmm. and sometimes out windows you see more of Cloud City, uh, which I really appreciate. Like Those yeah. are the things that yeah. going back should be fixed. The special edition. Really, not, yeah, yeah. not fucking musical numbers in Jedi, but we'll get to that. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I hear that. Do you think sometimes that less can be more in the theater of the imagination? I think mm. what happened with me with the prequels was there was 
too much. The world right. was too thought out, and I couldn't. I couldn't myself think think of sure. worlds for myself. Well, I do. I think. Well, I think New Hope goes overboard with yeah. it because there's yeah. scenes of like we were talking about in the, the other podcast. Yeah. There's like when they just add like when the when the stormtroopers are looking for the droids when they first land. Like, look, so our droids. The they only have the uh, they have like this big stormtroopers like walking on stupid monsters, and I'm like, yeah. that doesn't fucking matter. That's yeah. not doing anything. But there's a scene when they're going into Tatooine, which makes it feel bigger, mm-hmm. and then the scene where they're like the the stormtroopers like these aren't the droids. Uh, there's like a little teeny bot blurry floating in the background. Like that makes it feel more at least connected. Whereas when they blow shit out of the water, like yeah. nonsense in Jedi in a couple places, <laughs> it really, it really hurts it. I think I was, tr- I've always tried to remember what's in the windows uh, in, in Cloud City in yeah, regular yeah. version because you can't get them anymore. So I, I honestly can't answer that, your question. I had that same problem. I was like, because I've, I've watched so much of the original version so, or watched the original version so many times that the digital remaster you just have these kind of like uh, ratatouille Proustian moments mm-hmm. that bring yeah. you back. You're like, wait, something's different here. Yeah. yeah. It's like, there's a, there's a kind of like, uh, it knocks you out of the store. flaw in the matrix. Yeah. Cause you're like, <laughs> you remember things deeply yeah. Yeah. and you're like, this is different from what I remember. You know, even if it's just a subtle thing like yeah. that, like the little droids. Yeah. Yeah. Little droids. Mm. See, the uh, what so so Cloud City Lando Calrissian that's where we're at Cloud right. City and Lando Calrissian so what do you think of Lando's betrayal uh, first can we talk about his cape because it's fucking awesome <laughs> can I say something now yeah. did he betray him Han stole his ship didn't it's he like, lose it in a game of yeah I thought they lo- I thought he I thought he, he won it from him he said I stole it from you fair and square yeah stole oh interesting <laughs> that's what he says he stole it from me it, it it takes he goes and but he is, says, that, is that worth did, like did Cockeye? Lando did Lando steal first. Did Lando steal first? Okay, this is there's this a lot is, of sh- different firsts for, is, for Han that's been changed. We're getting towards <laughs> racial town here, and oh. I just don't want to say. Oh my god! <laughs> like I'm defending him. No, I was using the analogy. I to defend Lando now. No, I was using the analogy of, of Han shooting first with Lando stealing oh, first. Right, that's right, 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 right. And I could have been talking. To, I could have been talking about a baseball game. Yeah. You don't know. <laughs> that's true. That's true. He just he ran through despite the despite what the third base coach said. I I just I feel like this. They're both. Rascals. Yes. That they're both rascals yes. and rogues. Mm-hmm. But I feel and, like Han is a rascal with a heart of gold. And Lando is not? <laughs> in Jedi, he helps Eventually save. he is. Eventually yes. he is. Eventually he is. Or maybe I, actually, the- I actually think his betrayal is well motivated. Yeah. Like he, he he doesn't he, know these fucking people? No, he doesn't know these people, <laughs> but he's also trying to do the base for Cloud City. Did he yes. also, yes. did That's he know Han was coming or just that Leia was he had no, he no idea no, he did because the the uh, Darth had landed before Han had arrived right so he knew that they were coming okay. but he isn't I mean he says it from the outside so the he said you have a lot of nerve showing up here yeah, yeah. but he's not okay like, he and do I will panic room blink thing like you know don't come into the no, room no but also but here. also he um once he's captured, doesn't he go talk to him? And he's like, Absolutely. we can get you out of this like this. He says yeah. something along those lines. Like that, we just got to give up Leia and Luke, yeah. whatever he comes and you're fine. Like he's looking out for the dude he knows. Yeah, I think he's looking exactly. Out for Cloud and old Han, old Han might've been like, all right. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Got yeah. brains. There's no honor among thieves. But, and Han's Han's trajectory is that he learns honor and learns about friendship. And I think the betrayal that my friend the, is out there that, that, yeah. that Lando sort of goes through in this thing Kind of, t- especially when Vader starts fucking him over. Yeah, and then he's like, "Oh fuck, I dig. Oh, this was yeah. this was a bad move. Pray that I don't make this deal yeah, any yeah, worse. Yeah, yeah, you know, I pray I don't alter it further. Further, exactly. <laughs> you know, I've like altered the deal. Yeah, exactly. I mean that that's you know, but that the thing is, is Darth Vader isn't beneath making shady business deals. We see that with the bounty hunters and things like that. Mm-hmm. Does he need to make shady business deals he if he has, has complete to. control of the empire? Why not? No, he has to. There's elements. See, it's mm-hmm. to, this is going back to here. Like there's elements of control. It, 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 he, he deigns to do this stuff. He doesn't, it's beneath him to do it, but he will do it. Yeah. Yeah. So he has to cut deals because he doesn't completely control things but yet. Can he just force, force choke his way out of the He scene? will. He would. He yeah. would totally do that. He would totally do that he's only moments away i mean like cloud city but can it, have the it, poli- can take the it. politics of the scenario requires a a, a more diffed hand yes the polit- the political expedience yeah. next time he's like pray that i don't alter the deal meaning yeah. i pray i don't kill you <laughs> yeah. and by the end it's all out i mean right. in jedi it is all out it, it's like we want complete control yeah right. you know uh, the scene, though, when they enter into the uh, good old-fashioned dining the, the room dining and room. Han just fucking whips out the pistol <laughs> and Vader's like, <laughs> and just shoots his yeah, head. Again, like, this, 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 Amazing. I, I don't understand. So fucking good. But I don't yeah. understand what the force is. 
Like you can so the forces you can block. Metachlorians yeah. are a thing. But <laughs> but you can use a lightsaber. You can jump real high. What does the force give you? The force is a superstitious element, right? Mm-hmm. It's a, an element. It's a, it's a. It, I mean, it's, it's supernatural. A it's a supernatural element because if you notice everything else on everything else in the world of Star Wars is, is real. very real. Yeah, yeah, very real. And and like and and people have to believe in the force. Yeah, you know, it, it's like religion manifested as real. Right. right. Yeah. Like so it's faith so, manifested as a real thing. Yeah. Um, are you saying oh. faith and religion and the power of my no. sky god is not real? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> the, uh, this the podcast. Is we took a turn here. Done. We probably should have. We probably should have laid out our cards to begin with. Let's not. Okay. So the, okay. How it started was the I'm great the great spaghetti, spaghetti monster. monster. Yeah. 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 Um, that was good. They were on the same page. Yeah. Um, so you didn't notice the colanders on our hit. No, no, no. <laughs> we had them. We took them off because yeah. we thought it'd be rude. Um, all right, so guys, we're, we've been we've been uh, chitting and chatting about this, this movie for chat, almost though. an hour. It's been great. Uh, we do have to wrap it up. So Jordan, is there? Wait, no. We got to get to the battle, right? Which battle? The 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 Luke Darth battle. We talked about it. Well, we briefly. What do you want to say about it? <laughs> I, here's okay. Here's my question about the battle. God, does, you are the devil's advocate. Yeah, yeah. I it is the, it is Maybe the, Vader's it right. Is the best of all of them. What do you got? What do you got? Does Does Luke jump to commit suicide, or does Luke jump to escape the situation? No, he'd rather he'd rather die. He'd rather die. He'd rather die. So he's he he learning that Darth is his father is is worth death is worse than death. Yes. Yeah. It's because like, he freaks out. He has the only believable no screamed in any of these six movies. Right. Yeah. Every other time someone screams no at something horrible happening, it's the worst acting I've ever seen. And this, you're like, oh, this fucking kid's like punched in the throat metaphysically. Like, it's just very, <laughs> it's, it's, it's heartbreaking. You see him in his face, his face, like, he lets it go. Mark Hamill, I mean, even with his, a lot of his voiceover work or anything he's sort of done, like, Bitch when he goes in, he goes fucking in. Yeah. Like, and it's really great to sort of see that. On, on screen it was great then it's still great now I think it's right. probably the opposite reaction that probably like Liv Tyler had to learning that Steven <laughs> Tyler was her, her, her father yeah you know what I mean like she's like oh Steven oh, sweet. and she, she learned that on a music video set so uh, <laughs> that got weird you want to yeah. talk about awkward <laughs> I was going to say Luke, Luke and Leia moment there yeah. uh, Schwarzenegger's son was Schwarzenegger's oh, son no. uh, you know yeah. he just looked just like Attack of the Clones <laughs> yeah. um he listens to the show, by right? Yeah. <laughs> what is this? I, love I don't like this at all now. Um, all right, so we do. We do have to. We do have to wrap, wrap it, up. it up. Jordan, overall thoughts about Empire Strikes Back? Uh, what? 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 What are you left feeling uh, after having now watched it recently? Sure. Um, it is the Godfather two of the trilogy. Yes, meaning that it is the maximum expression of deft storytelling. Mm-hmm. It, it takes you to highs and lows that are unparalleled in the rest of the trilogy. Uh, to me, it is the jewel in the crown. Yeah. And I don't know what bullshit <laughs> yeah, yeah. you're talking let's, about. Let's go to Shahir. Let's go to Shahir. Shahir, prime the audience. he did a wonderful jewel uh, in the crown analogy. What do you got? I I uh, I enjoyed the fact that it expanded the world. The, the, the term saga with Star Wars sure. really comes into play with Empire Strikes Back. I think it it does a really good job of making us see and feel the, the bigger world. Um. To me, Empire and Jedi are part and parcel, and Jedi kind of makes Empire slightly weaker. But but it is a it is a good expansion to the world. I, I think you you mentioned a film that I was gonna bring up, which is I think Godfather Part Two is a much better mm-hmm. example of expanding a world and telling a more complete story because it doesn't rely upon a third sure, act, sure. Know, a third film to 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 close it out. But but like I say, I I like the sense of you know the expansion of the world here, and I and I and I did enjoy Empire, and it made me want to watch Jedi, mm-hmm. which is more than I can say for anything in the prequels. All right, uh, one small counterpoint. Okay, here we go. What bullshit argument are we going to hear? I like how you guys are fighting. <laughs> Empire is the best, and anything named Empire <laughs> is usually great, including the show. case in point, Cookie, the new Cookie. Fox show Empire. Oh, are you. Num- number one, number one show yeah. on Fox. Okay, uh, does it have anything to, to, Dude, to no, do with the nothing. fact that it's called Empire? <laughs> yeah, that Maybe. is that is a story Maybe. for another That's time. Another t- <laughs> nothing, <laughs> nothing. Um, I will. 
Case in point, I rest my case. I don't, I don't if the Godfather did. Part Two had been called Empire of the Godfather. Oh my God! Yeah, you would double double the the revenues. Right. Uh, <laughs> I no. Again, this is Empire is still my favorite overall pound for pound. It is the most enjoyable one of all six that I have seen. Uh, the the I, I win the podcast. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah, you do. Yeah. yeah. I know Two this against one. Yeah. Yes. Um, uh, <laughs> but uh, I tend to stack the deck against you here a lot of times. Uh, but it's okay. I hate fun. I, it's all right. It's all right. We'll train you to like fun. We just got to take a day, maybe a day and a half, get you in a swamp. It's odd to me because the film I, I liked the least coming into this, A New Hope, became my favorite. Yeah, really which is totally it. fine. Yeah. Hey, I'm not, no one's judging except everyone <laughs> listening is judging. Last last Easter egg, I swear to God, I, I love that you got, got me on a roll and you can edit it out. I don't give a shit. But the thing about it is this movie is so beloved that if you, now I have a two-year-old and we watch, we watch, uh, the thing about it is we watch Frozen all the time. Sure. Yeah. If you look for the Easter egg of the stacking of the rocks, right? The stacking of the swamp yep. rocks. Oh, and yeah, if, yeah, yeah. if you've noticed, uh, if you ever watch Frozen, then the rocks that become like the little, the little uh, troll, guys. troll guys. I haven't seen Frozen. The spoilers. same. They're the same rocks. They are the exact same rocks. And I see what they're doing. <laughs> and it's that effect that I think is lasting it is that residue. It's why it's the high water mark of filmmaking. And you, I can't stand to be in the room with this. No, 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 it's, it, no, it's a good, it's a good way to sort of go out on it because, uh, you know, empire, but also Wait all of them in general. Wait just a goddamn minute. That's the thing. There's too many arrows in the quiver to even start with. We were looking for quotes to begin the show and there were too yeah. many. God damn it. I'm just, no, no. What? <laughs> We do you have to go. Be, oh, go ahead. <laughs> we have to go. You're, you're saying that an incomplete film is great because it has resonance outside of the film universe that it exists in. And I'm just saying that I don't yeah. think, I think that the fact that it's not a complete film, that it doesn't have the catharsis, I like that it has a darker ending. I, sure. I like that it takes the world into a, an era of hopelessness that we don't see in A New Hope, even where a planet is destroyed in A New Hope. But I just think that it is part and parcel with Jedi. So fuck you. Well, guys. listen. All right, everyone can have, have their the last word. Everyone can have their opinions. No, 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 Crawl. We haven't heard from you. Uh, we have. Uh, I'll just say I I really like it. Uh, it's my favorite. <laughs> and uh, uh, so Marvel Marvel room. movies are the best. You hear? No. Um, <laughs> anyway, guys, this has been the only podcast about Star Wars Episode Five: Whoa, The Empire it. Strikes Back. <laughs> Jordan, go. Jordan, thank you so much for coming course, on. Where can people find you? You can find me on the nightly show. Uh, usually, probably like one out of four nights a week. I'm Excellent. On. Awesome show. Uh, uh, thank you very much. Awesome. Finally, awesome. something we agree. Yay! Yeah. See, I didn't say you were good. <laughs> oh, <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, find me on the nightly show anytime or at Jordan Carlos on Twitter. And if you are in, basically anywhere in the fucking country, look up where this man is doing some stand-up, because you are a funny motherfucker. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, uh, and you can find, oh, Shahir, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me at my website, shahirdowd.com. My Twitter uh, and Instagram is all on there. Uh, remember to email our show for some free, sweet movie tickets, onlymoviepodcast at gmail.com, and Twitter at onlymoviepod. And you can find me at MatthewKroll.com, also on Instagram at Skeletor, the number four P-R-E-Z, and Emperor MSK on Twitter. Yes, I haven't consolidated. I'm sorry. Uh, guys, this has been a wonderful, wonderful time. Thanks for coming. Uh, thank you very much, Jordan. And uh, yeah, I guess, how do we end this one? Oh, you know how we should end this one? We should just cut it off right in the middle. <laughs>